The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the second half of our program on voiceamerica.com. We are talking about cancer and effectiveness of treatment with healing. My guest is Ave, Ave Noam Lerner, and he's a holistic therapist and certified hypnotherapist. And he, since he began to study ancient and modern healing in the Far East in 1992, and he's developed an ability to help clients transform physical and emotional suffering into wellness and serenity. And he calls upon a wide spectrum of evidence-based holistic disciplines to do that. And his book is The New Cancer Paradigm, Increase the Effectiveness of Medical Treatment, with immersive healing. Welcome, Avi. So much. It's a pleasure to yeah. be with you. How did you come up with this? I, I assume that you've developed this this uh, this treatment. This is your own creation. Um, explain how you developed it. Well, uh, you can certainly say that I stumbled upon uh, cancer in particular. I didn't set out as a um, practitioner to work with cancer patients, but um, the more um, I got familiar with cancer and have worked with patients in various uh, um, forms, um, it became very clear there is a tremendous void, there is tremendous need that needed to be filled. A lot of people were not educated about um, what their mind can do for their body or that there is even a relationship between their mind and body. And like most people, they submitted themselves to treatment. And, um, and of course, this is very important to do because medicine does work miracle and does save life. But there was mm. tremendous, tremendous um, uh, void uh, sometime before, certainly during, and a lot of the time after treatment where patients were left in a state of fear, confusion. They felt that their body is treated uh, but not who they are. They felt separated from their illness. And so mm-hmm. the New Cancer Paradigm, the book, really um, kind of shed light on a new way of thinking about illness as a whole person event instead mm-hmm. of just a, an organ failing in a certain right. part of the body. And, yeah. and by doing that, Avi, how does that change your perspective by seeing it as part of your whole body and part of your whole system and not isolated? How does that help you? Oh, well, it, it, uh, me personally, um, I'm seeing tremendous uh, results. The feedback is, is heartwarming, but most, most importantly is how patients feel once they, uh, both their heart, both the body and the mind, 
uh, are being treated, when they feel nurtured, when they can uh, feel empowered to address um, those states of mind which uh, cause um, a lot of difficulty for them in their day-to-day life. I think the end result is that once they are able to engage with these states of mind and they know that they have a certain power to control certain aspects of the illness, they feel empowered to complete treatment, they feel empowered to cope with the built-in challenges, and this, uh, in and of itself, has tremendous value. So give give us an example now, in your treatment are these holistic therapies, hypnotherapy, I assume there's no, there are no drugs involved, that it's very much um, mind and body techniques. Is that, is that right? Uh, very much so. So let me start from the beginning. I'm uh, a certified hypnotherapist. Holistic uh, therapy is uh, the way, that, the umbrella for my practice. But uh, for the purpose of working with cancer patients to um, uh, help them harness the power of their mind to revive immune, uh, immune function and uh, help increase their body's capacity to heal and recover, I work specifically with hypnosis, with hypnotherapy, because we engage that part of the mind called the subconscious mind, which is linked to immune function, which also is where thoughts, beliefs, perceptions reside. And it seems that the subconscious mind, this part of the mind, is holding the stick at both ends. On the one part, it's holding, uh, harboring the belief systems that produce stress. On the other end, um, it, it, stress uh, really impact or impair, I should say, the ability of the immune function, the immune uh, system to function properly. Mm. So by tapping into this part we call the subconscious mind and resolving those um, components which produce stress, we can kind of uh, lift the burden that which weigh heavy on the immune system, revive it, so the body can then do it work as it usually has been uh, for our entire lives. It uh, mm-hmm. has this innate capacity to mend broken bones, to heal wounds and cuts and scrapes. Mm-hmm. And this is not something that I personally do as a practitioner. I don't uh, heal cancer. The body does. And so yes. what I'm able to do as a hypnotherapist is to use this technique to tap into and engage specifically that part of the mind which mm-hmm. governs the immune system can strengthen it and in doing so help patients uh, better defend against cancer and better recover from it. And is it is it just for cancer Abi? I mean could you do this with somebody who is bipolar or had uh, you know a mental issue, uh, a, you know a brain chemistry issue? Can you help people there as well? Uh, I will be honest and I say that I have not worked with bipolar um, experience at all. Uh, I have worked with other limitations, physical limitations, mm-hmm. where this technique shines. Um, so where science can't really explain what's going on, for example, with infertility, there was um, a good amount of success there. Uh, but with, uh, where, where medicine uh, is unable to tap into that place, this authentic place, you know, with cancer patients is that place where no amount of chemotherapy can um, penetrate, uh, no amount of radiation can, can kind of uh, uh, get into, no surgery knife can cut deep enough. That is that place that we're working with. 
And um, uh, my guess, is that we haven't scratched the surface. But me specifically in my practice, I specialize in cancer recovery, and so I dedicate all of my time to that. All right, let's give an example. Give an example of someone that you worked with who had cancer and something you took them through and the change that they saw afterwards. Just give us a practical example of what happened. I think that would be very inspiring. For, sure. For, so, for example, uh, I had a patient referred to me uh, from Dana-Farber uh, Cancer Institute, and this was a breast cancer patient, and she was in tremendous amount of distress because this is uh, the second time the cancer has surfaced. For the first time, she was treated a few months, and she was declared cancer-free. But she went home, and there was this notion uh, inside of her that... Um, what do I do now? Uh, how do I know that it's never going to come back and so forth? She lived in fear, if you will. And so uh, you can say there was a tremendous amount of stress, fear. There was um, uh, confusion. There was some feeling of helplessness and hopelessness. And uh, she didn't really know how to engage or how to resolve these feelings. Now, keep in mind, as I mentioned just before, that uh, we use the word stress, but stress really... Um, you know, stress can be somewhat misleading here because it means so much more than just feeling overwhelmed because we have too much to do, right? Stress refers to a wide range of, of states of being, states of feeling like fear and helplessness and hopelessness, uh, rage, grief, guilt and shame and many others. And so uh, when she came to see me, she said, look, I, I knew that was not the end of it. I lived all these years with this notion, it's going to come back. I was in fear. I was in constant stress. Did I cause it to myself? Of course not. That couldn't be furthest from the truth. And part of the message here is that we are not causing our own cancer because uh, if we could, we could obviously turn it on its head and then cure the cancer. But we're not uh, consciously participating in this mechanism. So uh, she came to see me. We were able to very successfully using this method, uh, which is very structured, by the way, and grounded in, in scientific studies and so forth, which I'm happy to elaborate on. But to the point, we were able to address these states of mind which produced these repercussions, these, uh, send these, these echoes uh, through her body of fear, of rage, of shame. Um, and when we were able to do that, we were very successful um, and lessening the fear, lessening the anxiety, uh, we were able to certainly help her cope with what it means to undergo treatment now. Uh, we were able to help her change her, her attitude toward uh, the treatment itself and cultivate a recovery mindset, which basically what it means, it means that she can foresee herself uh, cancer-free again. And all of that, and I can't really measure that in a lab because I'm not a medical practitioner, and all of that has translated into a tremendous uh, sense of empowerment. And mm-hmm. uh, we know mm-hmm. from research and studies that were done that um, the enhancement of positive emotions and as such the resolving of stress uh, does improve the working of the immune system. And she's very much with us. It's interesting. We, we do underestimate the power of our emotions. We underestimate the power of what our, our mind is telling us about our negative or positive self-talk. I think we really underestimate the power of that. 
And what you're saying is it is so powerful and it makes such a difference in the way our body feels. I think it's important that, you know, we keep a realistic um, uh, set of expectations about recovery. Uh, We may not be successful at keeping the scale, uh, let's say, from illness to health all of the time. Uh, But there is tremendous power in taking action, in taking ownership, in participating in our recovery process. It just may be the 1%, the missing ingredient in our overall care. And and what I would like people to know going forward is that um, I want them to consider that the potential for recovery goes beyond simply submitting their body to treatment at the Mm -hmm. doctor's office, that their mind is really their greatest ally uh, in the recovery process because, and this is important, illness isn't a form of punishment. It's a call for us to take action. It's a very good way to put it. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're talking to Avino Mourner. He's the author of the book, The New Cancer Paradigm, Increase the Effectiveness of Medical Treatment with Immersive Healing. He is a hypnotherapist, and he's in Brookline, Massachusetts, and we're going to come back and talk more to Ave about his book and about his work to help people heal. Uh, And how can people uh, get your book, Ave? Uh, people can go on my website, um, com, or go um, into Amazon, and they will right. find a book there. All right. All right, com, A-B-I-N-O-A-M, learner.com. We'll be right back with Avi right after the break, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin for the Patricia Raskin Show. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The schizophrenia community faces tough challenges every day. The community includes individuals living with schizophrenia, their partners, parents, children, siblings, friends, neighbors, co-workers, and also their providers of health care and social services. To hear Dr. Gordon Atherley introduce members of the Schizophrenia community who are sharing their experiences, tune in to Schizophrenia Community Radio every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. 
Well, hello everyone, uh, and we are back, and we are talking to Avi Lerner, and I'm Patricia Raskin for the Patricia Raskin Show, and his book is The New Cancer Paradigm, Increase the Effectiveness of Medical Treatment with Immersive Healing. Avi, tell us about, um, if you would, tell us about hypnotherapy and how that's different from regular psychotherapy. Sure, and it's a great question because uh, oftentimes people do confuse these two, but there's, uh, there are some conceptual and pragmatic and even, uh, I would say, systematic differences about uh, between these two practices. So the first and foremost, uh, psychology, psychotherapy in its various forms primarily engage the conscious mind, and hypnotherapy, uh, hypnotherapy primarily engages the subconscious mind. So that, I would say, is one of the main differences. Uh, secondly, psychotherapy's goal, for the most part, is to help behavior changes, um, where hypnosis is to really uh, affect health um, and, and, and mobilize inner resources for health. Um, I think uh, one of the other great differences is the fact that hypnotherapy is a long-term uh, method, technique, approach to solve some of life's challenges and hypnosis is really a short term, the way that I practice it, is a short term intervention mm. and it's a goal oriented intervention you mm-hmm. come in, you know exactly what you're working for, what to expect and where we are along the path because the, the process that I, uh, I'm working with is really very structured each and every moment we know where we are, we know how far we are from the goal, and we can measure our progress um, each and every time. Yeah, very, very important. And do you find that, um, do you think there's a lot more people are, are going to this whole idea of hypnosis, or do you think that they're still doing, um, you know, they're still looking at traditional psychotherapy, or do you think hypnosis is becoming more popular? Uh, the trend is very positive toward uh, hypnosis as a medical um, uh, or, or a practice that can practice, be practiced in conjunction to medical treatment. I think this is very promising. Uh, and, and I'm seeing it in my clinic. More and more people uh, are able to connect the dots between uh, what they hold in their mind and um, what they okay. need to do to uh, help address that so that they can better... Um, influence their body, especially toward recovery. So the trend is positive. And and do you find, Avi, when you work with hypnotherapy, how many does it take several times for someone to to re- for them to be helped? Is it one time, two times, or does it depend on how deep the issue is? Uh, well, certainly, um, not all hypnotherapy practitioners uh, work in the same way. My method. Is very structured. I ask people to keep in mind a minimum of five uh, meetings, five sessions. Each session okay. is an hour and a half. And the reason I do that is because uh, it, it's going to there's a certain amount of ground we have to cover to address these mind patterns that okay. produce stress and inhibit immune function. And so this method has specific uh, therapeutic intersections, if you will. We have to cross one intersection and successfully do so before we move to the next one. So it's going to take more than just one time. This whole notion of a one miracle session, uh, I think, uh, 
has uh, never really caught on. And well, hypnosis is a very uh, strong tool, very important tool, and very effective tool. Um, I don't recommend magical thinking. I, I, I believe that we need to keep mm-hmm. a realistic um, understanding of working with the mind is one of the most uh, exciting and yet complicated things we yes. will do. So it yeah. takes more than just one time. Yeah. Can you share with us some of the exercises you talk about that people can do, um, you know, in terms of stress management, being able to, you know, work with your own mind? Sure, absolutely. Well, stress management is, is incredibly um, important as a parent myself. Uh, I <laughs> I use these tools myself, so it, it's from experience, uh, uh, you know, my uh, that doesn't mean that I'm immune myself to the trials and tribulations of life. But a great uh, exercise, I call it the three stress management uh, um, tools or steps, is, uh, goes as follows. So first we've got to become aware that we are distressed. And this is easy to do because we live in our body. We feel and we think. And we become aware of our moment-to-moment experience. Once we do, once we realize we are stressed, uh, it's important that we interrupt our mind. And by interrupting our mind, I mean do something different. Um, a deep breath, you know, so a lot of people struggle with racing thoughts, with uh, mm. some negativity. If you take a deep breath, you really force the, the, the mind to, to, uh, to focus on a physical sensation, to move away from the mm. realm of racing thoughts to physical sensations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and in doing so, you really... Uh, are breaking the pattern, if you will, and this is very, very, very helpful as a first step. Mm-hmm. Another uh, step in this process, if you can express yourself, of course, in the right time and place, uh, it, it, it's a great option because there's um, just so much that we can feel in a given moment, and especially when uh, with cancer, with illness in general, uh, there's just so much that is going on. Uh, share. Share your heart with someone. Share what's in your mind unload um, the burden and, and you would feel so much better. Um, you, you know, one, uh, someone uh, said to me once, that which we resist uh, persists. And, and so mm-hmm. we keep getting stuck. We're trying to move away from negative thinking, but what do we get? We get more negative thinking because we mm-hmm. can't even do that. So in so, that fire, we so, need to stop that. We need to take a deep breath. We need to tell someone, share what's on our heart and then we need to release and let release go. It, and yeah. it's fundamental. So if, if you have a yeah. thought that keeps recurring, you know, or something, someone upset you or someone said something and it keeps, you know, rolling in your mind, you're saying breathe, share it with someone, and then try to release it. Because sometimes it just goes around and around. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you can go in this roundabout um, until the end of time. But if you really... And, and those who come to work with me uh, have a, this determination, this uh, exceptional determination to break away from these patterns. So they take these tools and they work with them and they harness them and they uh, really get the benefits. They break away from these patterns um, and, and then they maintain this type of mind awareness long after they've left my office so that they can complete the treatment, so that they can be helped, uh, so that they can interact with their environment because one one of the most challenging things is to be taken care of uh, if you don't feel worthy of it or if, you're not, uh, if you don't feel it's genuine and that if you're feeling like a burden. All these patterns 
uh, just breed more negativity, more fear, more distress. And it's important that we'll have the tools to break these patterns. All right. We're going to have to close. So if you can give us just a short piece, um, what would be your closing thought? What would you like to leave our listeners with today, Avi? I'd like to uh, people keep in mind, and it's really just, it sums it up, that their mind has a lot uh, to say and do with their body, that the potential for for recovery, for uh, well-being goes beyond just simply submitting the body to treatment. They can do so much for themselves. Their mind uh, is their greatest ally, and it's important that they will... Uh, find ways and means. It doesn't have to be hypnosis. It doesn't have to be something like that. But just be proactive. Take action because it may just mean uh, your health. All right. Really, really appreciate you coming on the program. Um, how can people get your book again? So people can find my book on Amazon and um, also on my website, avinoamleonard.com. There is a, a wonderful workshop that I'm holding in uh, October, if you live around in Boston area, uh, October 31st, is called The Healing Power of Your Mind. And you are welcome to find out all about it. It's just um, uh, on my site, there's so much information. A lot of it is just given away, uh, and I'm happy to do so. so all right. And it's avinomlearner.com, A-V-I-N-O-A-M, learner.com. Correct? Wonderful. All right. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. That wraps up Patricia Raskin today, the Patricia Raskin Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.